0: there's a screech down the hallway and Traxxas comes flying towards us and lands on Varys' shoulder and clicks in her ears and and she's like well I don't think we're gonna be able to go that way seems like it's collapsed over there
1: alright I guess it's this way we proceed down the hallway into the room
2: You two see a short hallway that leads into a small antechamber. Heading into this room, you see six large statues on the right. They are orcs of different shapes and sizes, all with gold skin, obsidian tusks, and sapphire blue eyes. On the left are another six statues, a gnome, a goliath, a demon, two elves, and a very familiar halfling.
0: What is all this?
1: Oh, these are the keepers of the pact. The cenotaph walks towards the orc, the statues of the orcs.
0: We packed like we packed it with you?
1: These are the ones who created the cenotaph, who did the initial ritual that tied all of the souls to this place.
0: Are they still alive and you?
1: No. They might not even have been real in the first place. Most of the most of the people of Raquel considered the Keepers of the Pact to be myths. The others, on the other hand, and he turns to the other six statues. Well, I'm very familiar with these ones.
0: These of Nalgar hosts?
1: Yes. And he kind of like reaches out and touches the statue of Jeremy. Yeah. That one down there was my first, and then it proceeds down to my current host.
0: Do you remember all of these being them? Who they were?
1: I... Some of them are gone. I, I remember Elden, the gnome. His voice is still among the crowd. Gideon the Goliath, but...
0: Is it normal for them to disappear on you, or do you think this is related to those that you lost?
1: I think they must be the ones I lost. I don't... I can't even recognize the demon or the two elves.
0: That is concerning.
1: Yeah.
0: We We should probably keep going. I don't know how safe it is down here.
1: Yeah, we need to... And the Cenotaph looks... Very uncertain, which is not a emotion or a feeling you're familiar seeing conveyed upon his face. Yeah.
0: Is everything okay?
1: It's it's alarming that they're gone. They they should be there, but I I can't even remember losing them. I don't even remember being in the bodies.
0: Maybe once we get to the center of this, you will be able to find them again.
1: I hope so. My hosts are important to me, But let's move on.
0: Can we go on into the next room?
2: The next room is a circular chamber. Eight orbs are set upon carved hands on the walls, about four feet off the ground. These orbs hold the dancing flames of trapped elementals who light the area. On the floor, a spiral is carved into the ground that sweeps around the room, leading to a center staircase leading farther down. Filling the carved spiral is a neon-green substance that wiggles from time to time. Upon further inspection, you see the bones of those who failed to cross.
1: Well, I suppose we know where we're going next, once we... deal with whatever this is.
0: What... what is that?
1: It might be some sort of... slime? Jelly, perhaps? I can see bones floating in it.
0: Quite repulsive. Oh. I... The others are at it again. They're... Hang She takes a seat. They're all tiny now. Tiny? Yes. uh, Like, size of hamster.
1: Right. Teddy had shrunk down last time, hadn't he?
0: Yes, now, at least they're all the same size, and appear to be in a children's playroom?
1: Alright. They seem to get themselves in the strangest situations.
0: Indeed, because Cade is talking to a pen. There is a talking pen in Cade's hand. Alright. His name name is Pendergast Mightier, and it's awfully obnoxious.
1: I mean, at least the name seems fitting, I suppose.
0: Hmm. And there is the sound of many footsteps. There are spiders, and now they're running. They're running through a forest of rusty nails. Oh dear! Vera suddenly calls us. Calls out like her hand goes to her face. She's like, "Oh God, T- Teddy, he's he's fallen. He's fallen. Yes, and he's oh, he's lost an eye." I could almost feel it myself. He's lost his eye.
1: You need to get to the bottom of your visions. If you're feeling them this intensely, there could be a greater
0: risk. we have gotten away from the spiders. <laughs> That's good, at least. And they're in a child's room. There is a drawing on the wall. Well, there's many, like, children's drawings, but they're looking at one. It is a, of a drow boy and an elven girl with a half lightened half-dark face.
1: That sounds... familiar.
0: They've... they've taken the potion and they're back to regular size again. Okay. And Solandra is looking at the journal. What did she see? Says, Mom and Dad took Icarus and I to the town below. It's... It's a backless journal.
1: I wonder what she's up to.
0: She must have been here at some point. But what would she have done with heads?
1: Well, there's the picture of the half-dark, half-light elf. Might have been her.
0: Must have been. And I'm assuming the drow must have been Icarus.
1: Do you see anything else?
0: Uh, three children have appeared at the end of the hall, but they're they're oozing with the autumn death
1: the autumn death again.
0: And mm, and then they and as she speaks it, the voice kind of echoes through her and then, why are you and big sister from the mother's who to be happy? She snaps back and she's like I don't know who those children are or where they're coming from but they are possessed by dark forces.
1: Well if the autumn death has touched them it seems it has indeed got into the underdark. Everyone's in trouble.
0: Especially if Teddy's gonna go blind.
1: I mean, he's only missing one eye, right?
0: Well, for now.
1: <laughs> I mean, they'll get him an eye patch, I'm sure he'll be very pleased about it, eventually.
0: Very likely. Now, how do you suppose we tackle this uh, green goo?
1: We best walk around the spiral, I suppose, and hope we don't fall in, or it doesn't come out
0: maybe we can find Teddy and eyeball.
1: oh yeah I'm sure he'd like that
2: kids rolled up Creepy at the kids. end of the hall and asked what everyone was doing in Big Sister's room. Um, I guess roll perception. 22. Oh uh,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, so yeah, you you sort of hear that. Uh, you hear kind of like voices coming from the... I hear children.
3: Uh, yeah. Well you... shit, I'm glad you heard it. <laughs> Uh, are they out in the hallway or are they in the room
2: they're out in the hallway so as you kind of like look towards the direction of the hallway uh, you actually kind of see just a flit of of Sizil's cape disappear into the hallway after that sound and then you hear a door kind of close uh, and he is gone
4: I turn to
1: Teddy Uh, oh shit Teddy I think our um I think our new guy is about
3: to die. Ah, oh, shit. Wait, and what? I'm assuming that was the... No, not you. The other one that's not here. I'm assuming that was... By the way, did we decide which eye it was that Teddy lost? I cannot remember. You're right. right. All of my notes all of my notes are packed up. All right, my right eye. So I'm assuming Sizel... What side did Sizel disappear off, of, off to? The right? He went down the hallway and... He went down the hallway. Yeah. I just I saw, saw his, his r- cape. I don't know. To the side where I don't have an eye?
2: You probably would be able to see him where he's ah. at with your left eye.
3: Yeah. All right. All right. All right. uh, uh Okay. Um. Well, should we maybe like follow him? I'm gonna let someone yeah. else walk in front because I'm I obviously can't see shit right now. By the way, should I be making disadvantage on all my perception checks? Yes. I yes. Yeah. I did. Yes, yeah, you have to lose see something an eye. Do, yeah. No
1: depth perception, bruh
3: Yeah. I'm all fucked right now. All right. Yeah. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. I got a six on the last one, so I don't think it mattered too much. But <laughs> go ahead. <That's> fair.
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, you. I guess you're stepping out into the into the hall. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Brandishing my trident. So, as you step out into the hall, uh, and you kind of poke your head out, you see that there are two kids, um, standing at the end of the hall. And they're kind of... They've got these really big grins on their face.
1: Who are you, creepy children?
2: We live here. And then they kind of both tilt their heads to the side, and they said, But you don't. No. What are you doing in Big Sister's room?
1: Who's your Big Sister?
2: You saw the pictures. You know who Big Sister is.
1: I do. Um, well, did you see a friend? He kind of... I don't know, he he left on the hallway with one of the other creepy kids maybe.
2: And and both of them they don't straighten their heads up, they're still like tilted almost at a ninety degree angle. Can you
1: like tilt them back? You're creeping me out, kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and they they both uh. point with their left hand towards a closed door. Oh he went in there after little
1: brother. Yeah, you. You really shouldn't talk in a third person like that. It's So creepy.
3: And just, I'll stare at them and I like move, move, move towards the door, kind of slightly. Teddy's gonna inch out. Hey, just join in the conversation. Don't really know what's going on, but it sounds creepy as hell. So I just thought maybe I should be here too. Jeez, those kids are weird looking. They're fucking creepy. As fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And and as you guys sort of like start coming closer to them. They turn and face down the hallway to their to oh, their yeah. right, uh, so to your guys' left. So the hallway actually goes down about twenty feet uh, and then hangs a left from where you guys are standing. So they turn to their right and then just sort of like skip off together.
1: I move after them.
2: Okay, and as you get to the end of the end of the hall. And look to the west, they are gone.
3: Oh
4: shit.
2: There's just a little puff of black smoke.
3: They fucking disappeared. In
2: the area? Into, like, smoke. Fuck. This is so
4: Wait, creepy. Like, hot. Do you have a light? Like, spell?
3: No, the, the children. You know, are, we had an b- act at the, the bar one time that did kids. something like that. Just got on stage, disappeared into a big puff of smoke, and Teddy kind of like scratches his chin. Of course, he, he showed up about an hour later in one of the upstairs bedrooms, but. I don't think this is like that. I'm sorry. I think I might be a little woozy from blood loss. How are you? I'm fine. Huh? Uh, no, we, we did that part. I, I just need a new, you know, just into the eye. And Teddy like puts his hand in front of his face and like moves it closer and moves it away and moves it closer and moves it away.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, Cade, I assume you were probably a little behind uh, Teddy and Salandra at this point?
4: Yeah, either um, making sure that Teddy's not going to get lost with uh, with the way,
3: probably. S- start banging into doors and shit. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, um,
2: there were two more doors. Uh, one closer to where the kids were standing on the right-hand side and then one directly across the hall from it. So this little end hallway area actually has three rooms.
4: Um... Sorry, one of them was the one that um, the kid in Sizel disappeared into?
3: Yes.
1: Do we split up, or shall we all take one? Move?
2: Well, there's only two So resources. there's
3: one on the north and one on the south. I thought there was a third. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Got it.
2: So there's two in the north, one in the south. The one that you guys came from.
3: Never mind, doesn't matter. Let's just go to the closest door. Let's just yeah. go to the closest door. Let's just move on. Okay. It's Labyrinthian uh, Tiny Cabin. Damn you! <laughs> okay, so
2: which door do you want to go and or try and open?
3: Which one is closer?
2: They're both about the same ah, distance the one apart. One on my
3: left. Yes, that one. Okay, that one. Uh,
2: so as you as you kind of grab the the handle to the door, it's a mimic, and open it up. <laughs> not uh, not quite. Um, the the door sort of like creaks open a little bit and it doesn't sound like a regular almost it doesn't sound like it kind of belongs in a house but it opens up and creaks almost like a like Teddy just said like a wood cabin um and smoke starts to kind of pour out from the bottom of this door um and as you open this door sitting in the center of this room is this really old lady uh and she's got this table out in front of her and she's just kind of like flipping through her cards and in behind her is this giant giant cauldron that is about solandra it, it would come up to probably i would say probably about your your collarbone mm. and it is in the background there is a There's a wooden spoon that is like continually stirring itself in the back.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, And this lady, uh, she kind of looks up and she adjusts her glasses and she says, Oh, there's visitors. Uh, And then she kind of hops off of her chair and she is the tiniest person you've ever seen in your life. Uh, She only comes up to her to about your waist, uh, but actually that's the tip of her hat. Um, she's actually much shorter. Uh, and she kind of comes over and she says, whoa, whoa, Well, welcome to my shack. What what can I do for you?
3: Um, uh, I'm just kind of uh, like staring. <laughs> Teddy like gets, get, recovers his composure and comes in close and like does a little like a curtsy thing, but like gets low enough that he's like comes down to her level and she's like, Well, we came, uh... Looking to speak to the lady of the house, of course. That's the polite thing to do when you walk into a stranger's home. Isn't that right, lady and fella? And he turns back and looks at everybody else. Yes. Um,
4: yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why we're here.
3: Yeah, just come in to, you know, we got to say hello. 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 Uh, oh, oh, well, it's, it's so nice of you
2: to, to, to show up. I I haven't had visitors in a very very long time.
3: I but find com- that hard to believe. Women like you must get a fair share of gentlemen callers around these parts. Teddy's starting to recover his charm.
2: <laughs> she she just kind of blushes a little bit and like Tee-hee. waves her hand at you. Say no, oh no, I I haven't had a haven't had anyone visit in a very long time. Huh. What but could you could you tell me where we are?
3: We are we were. I am kind of hoping you were going to tell us that (laughs) Oh Well
2: you see My name is Sybil And I
3: That's not ominous at all
2: (laughs) I only ever really Show up where I'm needed
3: Ah Fuck Pardon my my undercommon but Uh Okay That can't be good Sybil uh, well, I'm Teddy, and this is the gang. <laughs> Hello.
4: Hi, Civil. My name is Cade.
3: It's it's
2: really quite nice to meet you. Um. Oh, where are my manners? Uh, come, come, sit down. It, come sit down at the table for for a minute. I I should uh, I should do do something for you. You you were so kind to come to my home. Uh, and then she kind of like turns around and kind of scrambles up the chair uh, almost like a little kid that can't like get on back onto the, to get onto their kitchen table chair um, and she just kind of
3: plops herself in the uh, in the seat. Teddy wants to help she has dignity damn it. Um, <laughs> I guess he's gonna turn back to Zalandra though and be like she only comes where she's needed does that mean we're fucked? I'm like try to say it quietly. Um, I just give him like a, a, a thumbs up. Kate's gonna sit down in the chair. and Teddy sits down.
4: Yeah, we all.
3: There's only one way to find out. <laughs>
4: uh,
2: so she spreads her. She spreads um, eleven cards out on the table. Um, and as she sort of spreads these cards out on the table, it's in the same pattern that you guys recognize. Uh, there are five core, quar- uh, five cards on top, five cards on the bottom, and one solitary card in the center. Uh, and as you guys kind of look at this, she looks down at the at the table, looks up at you guys, gives a big toothy grin, and then looks down and says, Oh! Oh, it, it looks like someone already took some cards. And you guys see the cards in the one spot, and the eleven spot disappear.
0: Hmm.
4: Not creepy at all. Just... just- just to clarify, this room that yep. we're in, is this a different architecture from the hallway? You can roll a perception on that if you like, to see if you actually pay are paying attention. <laughs> that is a nine, so probably not.
2: Yeah, I would say that things look a little bit weird to you, but you don't notice... Teddy, you notice just enough that this actually looks like it would not be connected to this house at all.
3: Yeah, sorry, super stealthy perception check. A disadvantage in the background, so it comes out to a 13. Ah, uh, oh, hell, I don't think we're in the same place. Ah. Uh. Uh,
2: so, Teddy, do you pick up your carts?
3: Yeah, Teddy will, like, kind of wait, for, like, look around the other two, like, nobody seems to do anything, and he just... Ah, uh, whatever. And he flips over the five and the seven, right? It's five and seven. Yep. Yeah, flips over five and seven.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, And she kind of... She kind of claps her hands a little bit, and uh, she says, "Oh, uh, mm, the star and 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 the magician. Mm, that's 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 very interesting. Uh, you you must be someone with, with a bit of a, a vision, or someone who has."
3: <laughs> most of <laughs> Teddy taps his eye and keeps laughing,
2: <laughs> and she. She says, oh, 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 please, I, I didn't mean the pun. Um.
3: Oh, but it was so good. Uh, oh, you gotta take it when it comes. <laughs> that was just, mm, well done. Sorry, keep going. Serious fortune telling.
4: <laughs> Kay's writing that joke down in his book. <laughs> For later. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> and also, maybe someone with the right tools to get the job done? This, These cards will be very should be very helpful to you in uh in the near future uh and she hand- basically kind of puts them together in a nice little neat stack of two cards and hands them to you
3: uh well thank you kindly um and teddy puts them into the same special place where he keeps the paints
2: <laughs> okay uh and she kind of puts both hands out and says uh
4: anyone else Cade will tap the the nine and the six. All right.
2: Uh, and she says, "Ah, the the hierophant and the high priestess. Hmm, those are very interesting cards, especially for a young man like yourself. Um, and she she stops and she thinks for a little bit, and she says, Hmm, it seems that." Your travels and your continued learning have brought you through in times of need. They've even brought you to some very interesting friends. It's interesting that you would think of yourself as just a lore keeper. But, you know, if you really think about it, you yourself have already fulfilled your own dream of becoming a great adventurer and hero just by being with these people and going on adventures. That's I think these cards will very much help you out.
4: That's very generous. Thank you.
2: And she kind of looks at Salandra and smiles a bit and says, uh, how about you?
1: Uh, she'll quickly, like, tap the number four and eight and not say anything and just gonna stare at her.
2: <laughs> and she says, oh, the fool and the emperor. These are very, very interesting cards. Um, some people would see these as both the beginning and the end of, of the life of an adventurer. It's, on the one hand, the world is with, with the adventurer at the start, and on the other, at the end, someone who is knowledgeable and seen many things. These will, I'm absolutely sure, help you out very soon. The universe is, is on your side. Uh, and as she hands over the cards to you, uh, she sort of like waves her hand over the rest of the cards and they all just kind of group together and pop up into her hand. And she tucks them away. And she says, Now, I uh, I think I could probably help you guys a little bit more. I I'm always have a fresh cauldron of potions brewing. And... If you would need anything Well, it'll just cost you a cult.
3: Yeah, sure Um, I'll give her a gold (laughs)
2: Uh, So yeah, she She takes the gold and she kind of Looking at it and Climbs up this little set of stairs that you can see Hidden behind um, Hidden behind the cauldron Mm -hmm. and She kind of pops up behind And grabs onto the The wooden spoon And continues to stir it and in the other hand she's just kind of admiring this gold piece and then it slips out of her hand and into the pot and she says oh darn I've done it again hmm oh well and she turns around and grabs two vials and the first vial she scoops up is a bright gold color and she says hmm the unpredictable one and she puts the vial down and she scoops up another thing of the exact same potion and says, ah, the potion of need. Uh, and she hands them both over to you and says, uh, this is what your gold will get you. Um,
3: okay. And Teddy's going to put him into the same special place, growing ever more <laughs> comfortable with the amount of weird magic items that he has on him. Uh, okay. So it was a gold potion of... Um, of unpredictability. Of unpredictability. Got it. All right, hang on. I want to put that in. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and your other one was the potion of need. Uh, and then she she kind of hops down and she says, this. "Does anybody? Would anybody else like something?"
1: I'll give her gold.
2: Okay. Uh, and she she kind of grabs the gold and, and pops it in her kind of inner mouth to try and like make sure that she. Doesn't drop it in the in the cauldron again, and does a long stretch over the cauldron to to try and grab the the wooden spoon to give it another stir. And she's like, "God damn it, it's too far!" And the gold falls into the the pot again. Um, and after a couple quick stirs, she gives you the same
1: two potions. So it's a potion of unpredictability, and the other one, sorry. A potion of need. Need
2: or need? Need like the drink. N E E D. So it's it's basically what are you looking in the moment? What are you looking for? What do you need? Oh, need. Um, okay. Yeah.
3: Um, Sybil, I have a bit of a question for you. Oh, yes. What is it? So you said you only showed up where you're needed, correct?
2: Uh Well, uh, uh, yes, that's, that's that's exactly how it works. Uh,
3: <clears throat> so this must happen to you a lot, right, where your room just kind of pops up places you don't know about?
2: <laughs> and she laughs a little bit, and she says, oh, well, if you look back out the door, you came.
3: Do that. Just pop open the door.
2: Well, yeah, so as you turn around, you, you can see there is a window on the door. Uh-huh. And it looks out onto, like, out off of a cliff into an ocean somewhere.
3: Oh, fuck. Shit. Okay. <laughs> That's not where we were. Okay. Um, so, question, following that one. Um, in your experience, on a scale of how bad does the situation have to be before you are quote, needed? Scale of one to bad. Oh, well... Is it bad? Since I've
2: never, Uh, and she kind of sighs a little bit. Well, most adventurers don't really tell me, uh, what they're up to Uh, when they end up in my shop, uh so I don't know.
3: Ah, that sounds like it's bad. That sounds like it's the 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 wrong. Ah, fuck.
4: (laughs) Do you ever see these adventurers
3: again? Oh, from time to time. Do they look worse or better?
2: Mm, They look experienced.
3: (laughs) I'm already down and high. Uh. Oh, just just
2: one eye? I've seen limbs and eyes and... Limbs? Legs.
3: Legs! (sighs) Hands. This does not sound... This does not sound experienced. This sounds worse. This sounds like it's definitely bad. Well, I mean...
4: I guess the silver lining here is that we're probably in better
3: shape than her other guests.
2: And she chuckles and she says, oh, almost.
3: Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Well, okay. Do you want any of the any of the potion? Do you want any good good juice? Yeah,
4: if if uh, if we find you and we need you, I think I'm going to take the gold. The, sorry, the potions, too.
3: And I'll hand over a gold. <laughs> Smart.
4: <laughs> okay.
2: And uh, and she does the same thing, and she hands over a couple of potions to you and, and just kind of
3: chuckles to herself a little bit. Oh, God.
4: All
2: right. And she says, it was very nice to meet you. I really do hope we meet again.
3: I, I do, too, and I really hope that we have all of the things, all the limbs and eyes and noses and everything that we currently have on us when we do. Which way back to where we were?
2: Oh, you just
3: need to go back out the door. Oh, fuck. All right. Um... Well, it was a pleasure to meet you, Sybil. Uh, I hope we meet again under better circumstances. Consensual circumstances.
2: Uh, I, oh, yes,
3: absolutely. All right. <laughs> I'm sure we will meet again. Oh, fuck. All right. Teddy just opens the door expecting to walk into the ocean.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Chess Night. It's our 19th episode, and we're back from Dragon Con! So, no more big breaks, except for our general two weeks. As always, we want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Libris Arcana. For all your dice needs, offering monthly subscriptions and more, you should go check them out. As is customary, we want to give a shout out to our cast, because they're such great folks. To Jordan and Phil, definitely thanks for coming out. We loved having you guys on the show. Andrew from the Basement Guild and Steve from Class's Characters, those gents have streams and shows that we always provide in the show notes. Also, we can't forget Jesse from DMs of Vancouver and Kayla with DMs Test Kitchen, who have their recurring roles in our recaps. Kayla is also involved in the scoring of the podcast and our lovely cover art. We want to send a shout out to our friend Josie, who provided the intro music as well. Remember to hit up our socials if you want to keep up to date with us. We're primarily active on Twitter, but we love to interact on Facebook and Instagram, as well as at DMsTestKitchen.com. If you make your way over to our website, we can, you can request shoutouts or help us by clicking the donate button. That said, the best way to help us is by telling people about us. Tell your friends or family if you think this is their jam. Lastly, if you have the time, please take a second to rate us on iTunes. It really helps us get seen over there. That's all I got for today. The next episode is going to be on the 26th of September. I'll let you get back to the main course. Uh, and you open the door and you are
4: back in the hallway. All right. Before Kate leaves, he'll thank Sybil for her generosity. And continue on.
1: <laughs> Alright. Alright, we're back in the
3: room. We're back in the hallway
4: or whatever. So, that was interesting.
1: Yes. It
4: was.
3: You know, I'm getting real tired of all this weird, random magic shit. Alright? This is not my forte. This is not what I'm good at. And I don't like it.
4: Yeah, I can't say I've... If- read any stories
3: like this before. Yeah, I was about to ask. Salander, you ever seen anything like that? Well, I mean, I tell the future
1: all the time and I take out my augury bag. It's kind of the well, same thing. No,
3: I, no, no, not that part. I'm talking about the, the translocating to a beach part.
1: Uh, I lived near a rift to the water plain, so yeah, I've seen translocation quite a bit.
3: Well, 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 what the fuck? And I opened the door that we just came out of.
2: Uh, and it is just a regular bedroom.
3: God, see, this is what I'm talking about.
2: So we're not in the same hallway?
3: No, we're in the same damn spot. Never mind.
2: Yeah, you're back in the same hallway.
3: You know what? I need a minute. Teddy's going to go into that bedroom and shut the door. Can I check the other door in that hallway? I want in this bedroom for the record, I want you to imagine flash dance like that scene in the factory, except instead of dancing, he's breaking shit with a hammer. He's having a bad <laughs> day.
4: <laughs> right. Kate's gonna mention to Salandra when uh, when Teddy closes the door. Well, I hope when we open that door he's still there.
1: Yeah, me too. This is starting to I don't know, this is weird. That's one word
2: for it. <laughs> Uh, so you open up the other yep. door. All right. Um, so as you open up the other door, uh, you see just a playroom. Um, Great. There's just a bunch of kids' toys on the on the floor, and there's a couple of like masks, kind of strewn about. Uh, and then that's really about it. Kind of a, a dresser drawer and a and a toy trunk, uh, but other than that. Looks like a, re- a regular playroom. What do my eyes perceive with a 14? You see some very similar pictures. Uh, some pictures pretty similar to what were in Baku's room. Uh, the art is actually quite a bit better, but um, there are some some pictures of, uh, of a little drow boy and, and of Baku. Uh, and then some of the other, other kids... Uh, that you you would assume other kids from the orphanage uh, that are also kind of drawn in these pictures, and like the art is quite good. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty detailed, um, not so you know crayon-y. Um But other than that, there's not a whole heck of a lot. The one things that the one thing that does stand out is the four masks that are kind of strewn on the bed. Hmm. What do they look like? Uh, one of them is just one of them is a a straight red mask. The other one is white with a couple of green stripes that kind of make their way from the uh, the right eye, if you were wearing it, um, the right eye down to where the mouth would be, if there was like a, a mouthpiece. And then one of the masks actually has kind of like is white with black stars all over it. And then the last mask is mirror of that, so uh, black with white stars.
4: Uh, I turn to Cade. Uh, are they magical? Can you tell? Cade will cast Detect Magic as a spell slot. Okay. Uh,
2: so yeah, you can detect that at least one of those masks might have some sort of magical power.
4: Well, let's stay away from that one, so we know what it is. Can I tell anything about the magic?
2: Um, the the type of magic. Yeah,
3: destruction. I'm probably gonna gonna (laughs) probably just smash something really important in his Hulk rage.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, it is it is evocation magic.
4: (laughs) Good guess. Whatever it is, it's it's probably dangerous, but maybe we can use that to our advantage. I'll take the red one. Okay. Uh, can, can sorry, was it the red mask that that had the the magic aura, or was it one mm-hmm. of the others?
2: Yeah. Oh. So it was uh, it was the red mask.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
4: Oh well, I'll take it anyway. <laughs> Are we? Don't know if we're supposed to wear them. <laughs> this is. Um. How how many kids were there again? Were there three? And then the big sisters. Yep. Four of them. Hmm. There were also four of us
3: originally.
1: Now there's two of us.
3: Uh, I'm not liking the this Rest is going. Rest in peace, Teddy from the next room over you just hear the sounds of like wood breaking smash break shatter uh kate's gonna tap
4: on the the pen he's got in his like clasping his cloak around his shoulders hey uh pendergast you're awake uh yes yes i am you ever see anything like this before all of all, all of all of this uh
2: well uh, you, what, what what do you mean in particular?
4: The creepy kids and you know, jumping halfway across the world when you go through a door and no. uh, well um
2: why why yes, I mean uh it's it's quite quite uh I mean well maybe not not a well, not a common thing for uh, little witches to be helping out adventures, but sometimes sometimes that happens. Um, so that, that there is not uh, not out of the ordinary. Uh, creepy kids? Well, I, I fucking hate kids in the first place, so I mean, all kids are creepy <laughs> to me, but um, <laughs> uh,
4: You, but you I, saw them, right?
2: Uh, well, I, I sort of sensed them. Uh, you, you see I have no eyes. Uh, I believe I believe your friend over there has one more eye than I do. Um, and uh, but yes I, I, I don't think I've ever uh, experienced uh, experience met children like these ones.
4: That's what I was afraid of okay I think we go slowly from here all right all right so should should we check on Teddy mm-hmm
3: <clears throat> I have a question on that note <laughs> okay now I I would I sent it to you Nathan I would like you to check it to see if this is possible. Cause I think there's a way that this has to happen at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. as you say that, just like... I don't know, let's call it like a chest or something just comes flying through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> something okay. big and heavy. Yeah. And Teddy's just like yeah. So standing you... on the other side of the hole like...
2: <sighs> <laughs> Alright. Um... Yeah, so it would it would be like, um, it would be like to the, I guess to the hallway, uh, but I but I believe they had the door open, so like they would be looking at a hole, I mean a hole in the wall to <laughs> to this other room,
3: smashed and destroyed. <laughs> yeah, Teddy climbs through the hole. All right, let's go. <clears throat> if. If you guys are
4: willing to spare a couple minutes, I can maybe study that mask and learn a little bit more about it before we move on.
3: Uh, okay. I, I guess I'm going to go back. Teddy climbs back through the hole and like kind of half-heartedly <laughs> starts picking through the destroyed <laughs> remains of this roof.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so you're going to take some time with the, with the mask to yeah. see if you can understand uh, it?
4: Uh, I'll hold my hands out for Salandra to pass it over to me, and then I'll uh, identify it as a ritual. I'll pass it over.
1: It's
3: like Here. No, <laughs> I put it on
1: <laughs>
2: do you actually put it on
4: no uh, <laughs> in, in Kate's eyes this is Cylindra's
2: okay uh, yeah so I would say after you spending, spending some time with it you the one thing that you were able to derive from this mask is that it is imbued with the ability to cast darkness um, other than that, there is nothing else about this mask.
4: I'll end it back afterwards and, and explain what I've discovered.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting. Why would a kid do this? I wonder. Hide and seek? That's brilliant, actually. Huh. I mean that's all I got. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have an explanation
4: for why children would need a mask that creates darkness. That's creepy as shit.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. But now we've got it and now you can do that. I don't think it'll fit on my face. Maybe we'll hold on to it and give it back to Millie when we get back. Maybe maybe she could use it. Sure.
3: Seems like a nice idea. Teddy calls from the next room. Didn't we go check on you already? No. Hmm. weren't we gonna check on you? I went. I threw a chest through the wall, and then I went back over when he was doing his mask thing. Okay. Teddy's embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Is> there, <laughs> Teddy, here. I feel like it's obligatory to, to ask. Like, is there anything of value in this destroyed room? <laughs>
2: As as far as you can see, probably. All
3: right, not. Then I'm just gonna go back into the other room and let's go. I feel better. Of course, happy to oblige. Whatever.
2: Um. All right. Uh, so do you guys head down that that west kind of west going corridor.
4: Yep.
2: All right. Uh, so as you guys start to kind of walk down the corridor, kind of dead ends at a window and then heads north again Um, but before you even get about halfway through um, Cade, you feel a tug on your um, I guess like on your cape or your whatever you're wearing kind of thing like on your clothes Um, and you as you go to look you don't see anybody there
4: oh god guys
3: guys Something's touching me. Uh, 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 Teddy looks at his hands. Definitely Ted. not Teddy. Or me. Kate uh, will kick at the area where he feels the balls coming from.
2: Uh, and you feel nothing. Teddy, are you are you sort of looking in?
3: Yeah, uh, Teddy's bringing up the rear at this point. Like, yeah. So. No, I was going to say, so So yeah, I can roll a p- disadvantage per- perception. Nine.
2: Alright, and was that, uh, Solandra, was that a perception for seeing the thing oh, as well? Uh, I can
1: do that. Seven, I did not see. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, yeah, so you guys, you guys don't really see anything. Um, <clears throat> Teddy, you start to feel someone pull at the, um at, like, the handle of your, uh, of, like, your mall. Uh,
0: I'm Mm -hmm. assuming it's
2: kind of, like, strapped to your back. And just kind of, like, uh, tugging at it. Um, and as you sort of take to... I I would assume you kind of look with your, uh, with your left. There is nothing there.
3: Okay, so, having looked twice to see nothing, the third time Teddy's gonna look but he's going to take out the event and not put it in his eye. I want to be clear about that. He's going to like hold it up to his eye, like a spyglass and look again.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, So you, you don't really, uh, you're not, you're not really seeing through the event. Mm -hmm. Um, You're just, from from your left eye you can just
3: see that you're holding up damn it thought that another damn yeah. thought that was gonna work Teddy puts it back kind of more abashed well there's definitely something invisible around here so cool beans uh,
2: and as you guys are um, as you guys are kind of discussing this a one of the kids shows up uh, and kind of steps out from behind from around the corner uh, and says we want you to come play.
3: Nope, no thanks. Bought at the. Office. Oh god, they're back. We're good here. We're fine. Thank you. Already got some. Bought bought them from the lady at work. You can just move on.
2: <laughs> and she says, "Oh, nope." But we
3: don't
2: have. Don't cookies. need your
3: order form or nothing. You can just. We got it. We're good.
2: Uh, and she kind of shrugs a little bit and pulls a mask out from behind her, puts it on, Uh, and disappears. Ah,
3: fuck. Teddy just um, is going to bolt down the hallway at this point. I'm done with this. Teddy's done with these kids and all this creepy shit.
2: (laughs) Okay, so as you get down to the end of the hallway, uh, you notice that there is, like, sort of puffs of black smoke going, and this hallway is, like, hundred and twenty feet long, and as these puffs of puffs of smoke start to happen, things start to kind of fall, like out of these puffs of smoke, and um, <clears throat> and starting to block the hallway. Uh, roll a perception, everybody.
3: Natural twenty ten with disadvantage. I got a okay. twelve.
2: You know, twelve. Okay, so. Selandra, you definitely see, look from behind you. There is a crumbling sound, uh, and the hallway is starting to break apart and fall into blackness um, towards you. I
1: will grab the scruff uh, of both people beside me and, like, run forward.
2: Alright. Uh, so we're going to go into a bit of a chase challenge. Um,
3: <clears throat> oh so boy this first... ended so well last time for Teddy <laughs> here we go everybody
2: uh, okay so uh, as you guys are kind of like kind of round that first corner it's 120 feet down the stretch and the first kind of obstacles there is a clock that is sticking out of the top corner like the top left corner of this hallway and jammed into the bottom right. Uh, And then there is a kind of like a desk sort of leaning, uh, blocking the hallway a little bit after. Uh, And so we're going to break this up into like three segments. Um, And so how do you guys want to uh, get through this? Because this thing is breaking on you fast. How are you... Through these so
3: I imagine this is like one of those bits from the t- like the new Tomb Raiders where like you just have to sprint as quickly as possible and like the entire level is collapsing around you. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. And you okay, are kind cool, of cool. Cool. It, it's the five Ds basically.
3: <laughs> nice. D- dip, dodge, duck, dive. Dodged. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so uh, feeling Cylindra, like pull on his scruff, Teddy's gonna like double up and go as fast as he can. Okay.
2: Um, so again, you got that.
3: And try to clock first. Yep,
2: so clock first on an angle. Um, then, probably about 10 feet past there's a, a desk sort of blocking the area. Uh, and another 10 feet past that, there is a uh, or I guess about 20 feet past that there is a a bit of like a swinging chandelier that looks like it's sort of broken and it's just kind of going back and forth out of smoke and into smoke and Uh just swinging through
3: I'm going to try to go over the clock, I don't know about the rest of y'all but I'm going to try to stay up I'm going to go over the clock, like dive Okay, Uh,
2: you can roll me a dexterity check
3: Oh wait, that was still a disadvantage. Hang on, thirteen.
2: All right, yeah. So you you managed to clear it. Uh, you are you diving over it, or are you kind of?
3: Yeah, like full on, like dive and like try to go and do a roll, so I can like try to get over the desk.
2: Okay, that's perfect. Um, so yeah, you managed to like dive over it and do your do your tumble, and you kind of like. You get close to the desk, and you kind of just fall over the desk on the other side. Um,
3: In 3-5, you could have asked me to make a tumble check right there. Keep yeah. going. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great skill. So,
2: we will get you to... Um, yeah, we'll yeah. get you to finish up this this leg, and then we'll move on to the others. Okay. Um,
3: All right, s- so desk. Uh try to go over
2: desk too yeah so I you've pretty much like fallen over that desk uh, at this point and the last the last sort of obstacle is like this giant chandelier that is sort of swinging through what would almost be like a portal uh huh in in time uh oh, fuck.
3: well speaking of time I'm just gonna try to time jumping onto the chandelier when it's the closest to this ledge <laughs> okay Maybe, maybe this is the spot where everybody else catches up. Okay. And we all go together. Yeah. So uh,
2: the other, uh, uh, Salandra and Cade, how do you guys want to uh, deal with this, this section? Oh,
3: uh, jeez.
4: Uh, Cade, go first. I'll bring up the rear. I. Yeah, seeing Teddy, Teddy's approach, I probably try to follow suit. Okay. Well, which was a dexterity check, right? It was. Yep. Yeah. That's a nine. Oof. All right. So you kind
2: of like, as you kind of try and get over, you catch a catch a foot, uh, and you are prone uh, between that desk and the uh, uh, and the clock.
1: And I will do the same. The checker save. It's a check check. All right. Oof.
4: Seven.
2: Alright. Uh, so you're kind of like in the same sort of crumpled heap now with, uh, with Cade. Uh, uh, and you I, guys are...
4: Oh, yep.
3: Ted, can Teddy jump and like slide over the desk before to try you, to like grab them?
4: Before you get there,
3: Oh. I think uh, if I can, if
4: Cade recognizes that Salandra is probably tumbling over and falling on top of him, uh, as soon as they collide, he's going to dimension door to the end of the hall. Ooh. And yep, bring longer with him. Cool. <laughs> um, Teddy,
2: you manage to grab onto the, uh, of the chandelier, and it changes course and heads. Uh, yeah, you grab onto the chandelier, and you swing. And as you start to swing down the hallway, uh, you start to swing pretty far. Um, uh-huh. And It takes you... You've gone probably about 40 feet. It takes you about 60. Um, But as it's coming through, uh, I'm going to need you to make a acrobatics check. As Uh, something... As a couple of things. Your arms and... Ten! Okay. Um, Yeah, so you definitely get hit by one of these arms. uh, And you kind of roll backwards off the to the edge of the chandelier, and you're kind of holding on with one arm. Um, And this chandelier is still going, and now it's spinning a bit because you've been hit. Coming out from the other side, as you spun from one side of the chandelier to the other, uh, still doing this forward motion towards Cade and Solandra. one of these kids sort of jumps out of the smoke to try and tackle you roll another acrobatics to try and get out of the way okay
3: question can i look down yeah real quick yep what's down darkness ah all right there's this is gonna go i'm gonna tell everybody right now i'm gonna roll this check this is gonna go one of two ways (laughs) (laughs) either either this is like that bit in halo 2 where you like fall into the basement and you have to do all the stuff or, I don't know what the other option is. <laughs> it's the first one. Alright. Teddy rolls a six.
2: Man, these rolls. Okay, so this kid, like, manages to, like, smoke you. And I'm gonna give you one last chance, if you want, to try and hold on. Um,
3: yeah, I'll take the take... shot. Might as well. Thirteen. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. That feels like no, given the circumstances. Yeah. No. You. You Speaking go. Speaking as
2: a DM. You go to reach out as you're kind of like falling off that chandelier, and you go to grab the edge of it, but like the weight of the of that kid kind of throws off your what you were looking for, and from from C-Colandre and Cade, from your view, the two of them disappear before they even hit any of the darkness. It's just. They're just below the chandelier, and poof,
3: they're gone. All right, two yep. things. Two things. First thing, um, as I fall, I'm, I'm going to use my other first level spell to cast Feather Fall on myself. Yep. Okay, second thing, as Teddy falls,
4: <laughs>
3: he just yells back, fly, you fool, <laughs> and then disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that felt so right. <laughs> that was Perfect. good. All right. Um. So I'm assuming we're gonna come back to that. Yeah. Teddy. Um. Uh, what? Where? What's behind us? Like, what?
1: What's the end of this whole thing? Like, do we? We? Did we appear at the end of the entire?
2: Yeah. So you. You guys appeared at the end of this sort of challenge area, and it just looks like. As you're looking back, it looks like a giant void, but on the other side, it is just a relatively simple door.
1: Well, I'm willing to bet do we
4: go back? No. Okay. he he's disappeared. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah, I don't see him anywhere around, so <sighs> Me neither. Yeah, go through the door. Okay. Kid follows.
2: Okay. Um Solandra, roll me a constitution check. Constitution. That's really bad. Six. (laughs) That is terribly bad. Um, So as you, like, step through this door, Kate, I'm going to get you to roll me the same one, but we will resolve this first. Um, So, yeah, so as you step through uh, and kind of open up this door, suddenly you are, you kind of get this sick feeling in your stomach, and you're looking down on this small island an island that you've seen at the very least once before at a portal that you have seen so many times before and you can't really control what's going on but you are kicking and punching at this portal and then these hands that you don't really recognize sort of reach out and create this enormous storm cloud and strike with lightning at this Uh, at this portal, and all that happens is it it hits it and it rebounds the shot back at you. And for whatever reason you can feel, like, intense anger and hatred. And within a quick moment, you see this small person bound and thrown well, bound, pop through the portal and onto the ground and you reach down and you grab this person and simply just pop them in your mouth Hmm. and then continue to thrash at this portal. Am I a beast? Do I look down at myself? uh, You look down at yourself and you seem to be humanoid. Okay. What am I rolling for you? Uh, Yeah, so roll the constitution check one more time. 21! Oh yeah, so as you um, as you sort of kind of come back to your senses you actually gain control of this body and you sort of stop your thrashing. And someone kind of pokes their head, or kind of like hops through the portal, and takes a look at what's going on before realizing that you are so close. Is and then runs back. Is through. the person in my mouth still alive? Well, actually, you know what? Let's ro- let's let's roll for that one. What do you want me to roll? Um, just roll me a E20. D20.
1: Four. They are not alive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, well, I was I was thinking low they would be. So oh um, okay. So yeah, you like you kind of like spit this person out into your hand, um, and as you like spit them out into, the, into your hand, you can see that this person looks like almost any other genasi that you've seen. Only they are sort of more crystallized, mm. and and basically covered in ice. Oh. Uh, so, at this point, you can make the decision. What do you want to do?
1: Is there any place around me that I can safely put him before I lose control of this body? Yeah, you
2: can. You can probably place them down and like push them back through the portal because they can go through, but you, in this current form, are cannot.
1: Yeah, I'll kind of like flick them through the portal.
2: <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, as as you sort of like flick them back through the portal. You sort of blink, and you are in a large living room area. Kate, roll hmm. me that uh, constitution check.
4: I got a 17.
2: 17. Okay, cool.
4: No fun adventure for you. <laughs> so you, as you step into this
2: room, you sort of get like kind of like a, a bit of a blurry, blurry vision, and the, the little bit that you get, you kind of hear, like, whispers, um... And it and it kind of sounds like, almost sounds like your parents are kind of talking, but you wouldn't really kind of understand why because they're not relatively close. But it's just a simple a simple thing, um, and your parents are are like, oh, I really wish you would come back and come back and visit. And then you kind of hear hear your father talking, and he's like, no, it's fine. He's he's doing what he wants to do. He's like, we're we're proud of what he's doing. And then these things sort of fade away, and you're in this in this living room area with uh, with salandra as far as you uh actually i'll get you guys to rule perception
3: i got a nine i got an 18
2: okay as you're kind of looking around this room uh there is a um kind of a couch in the far end of this living room and there are three figures not not child figures that are standing there and they're sort of like passing around this white orb and they're smoking, and then close and beside them, on either side, are three figures, each smaller children, and they are also kind of
4: smoking in the in the same kind of way. The children are smoking. Mm-hmm. When you say smoking, they're like emanating smoke. They're not. They're emanating smoke. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so yeah, and this is what you guys see. Uh, and now we will cut back to Teddy.
3: Uh, oh well, that was fortuitous. T- <laughs> throwing a tantrum, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Teddy just falls.
2: Yeah, so Teddy, you you fall for what feels like an eternity, and roll me a wisdom check or wisdom save. Let's... That's the same thing. Yeah. So okay. six. Okay. <laughs> uh,
3: you know how I said that I feel like all my characters aren't, they're not bad, they're just like this really stunning level of averagely mediocre? <laughs> Teddy is bad today. Keep going. <laughs> Teddy's bad today, but keep going. Uh,
2: so yeah, um, you feel like you were falling forever and that kid that had sort of tackled you into the void is gone. Um,
3: of course he is. She is. <laughs> of course they are.
2: <laughs> and as you continue to fall with your with your slow feather fall you start to notice this weird stretch of wood and like tables and things uh. and you fall lightly on the ground uh, or I guess on the floor. Okay. And you are home in the dining area of the family inn.
3: Of the tunnel rat Of the tunnel rat Okay Teddy Is used to being on the floor In the tunnel rat This is not an This was not an Uncommon occurrence So He's gonna go Okay And he's just gonna stand up And like Brush himself off Um, Is there anyone in here?
2: Uh, Yeah So as you As you get up And kind of like Brush yourself off You You kind of look up uh, And There's your dad just sitting there washing the glasses and and just chuckling to himself, and he says, uh, "Another uh, another rough night there, Teddy." <clears throat>
3: yep, 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 yep. Could say that. And Teddy just like walks behind the bar, flips up the thing with the special latch on the bottom because he knows exactly where it is. And he goes behind and he picks up where he knows the good whiskey is, and he just just doesn't even bother with the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that noise came through. Oh yeah, it
2: did. Uh all right. He, he, your dad, your, his, your dad just looks at you and he just laughs. He's Well, I guess that's one way to get rid of a hangover. Uh, <sighs> um and then he he just kind of looks at you and says, "Man, kid, it is it's is really nice to have you back." And he starts to like space out a little bit.
3: Like, like like snap space out or like uh, like, like he's just staring off in the, the middle distance?
2: He's staring off at something that is... He's staring off at something outside of the tunnel right in and the door is wide open and he says Oh man, ain't those kids something? Uh,
3: Look out door, what see?
2: And you see uh, a group of drow children kind of doing like this ring around the rosy type thing and they've got all of their, their arms linked and they're kind of jumping around in a circle um and he says and your dad kind of looks at you and says you know what I think I'm going to go up and join them takes the towel uh, from his hand and he plants it into your hand and he says I think uh I think you can you can take care of things just just at least for a little bit you know
3: no no i cannot i think every experience you and i have ever had together says that that is not the case uh your adult son who still needs adult supervision so and i'm like gonna try to just move him back and in the and doing so touch him while i have the eye on my person
2: as you touch him you don't
3: get anything
2: no memories mm-hmm. nothing and he and he just kind of pats you on the on the shoulder he says it's okay i'll be back in five you know what Old Rickard's gonna be uh, gonna be in for a beer. All you gotta do is tap off that beer. He'll be fine. He'll be happy. I'll be back in to talk to him. You don't have to say a word. So yeah, I just gotta go make sure the kids are okay and make sure your mom's okay.
3: <sighs> Teddy gets out of his way and just lets him go off because that's not his dad.
2: So as he as he goes out there, he kind of sits down and like he kind of kneels down beside one of the kids and. And your mom kind of comes out and, and joins them, and they both sort of get into this circle. And you start to hear a weird, like, nursery rhyme coming from them, and something that you wouldn't expect, especially from your mom. But all of these kids are starting to, like, sing it, and the rhyme kind of goes oh, like Lothar, Lothar, the spider queen is dead, up from the tunnel. Comes the blight instead. Lotha Loltha. The spider queen is left. Treasure troves and elven bones upon us heft. Loltha, Loltha. The demon took the queen. Collect the stones. Hear the moans. Open the gate unseen. And as this sort of like happens, everything starts to like stretch away. And you kind of see in the distance a hole open up. And your parents and all these kids jump in. And as that happens, you wake up in a room alone somewhere. In the same house. Uh,
3: What else is in the room?
2: A single chair. It is empty. And like a bedroll. Teddy's
3: Teddy's gonna get up and sit in the single chair. Okay. Is there a door? Oh yeah, there is a door. I'm going to face the door.
2: Okay and the door is open so you can like see out the door and there's like stairs that go down
3: okay Teddy's gonna look out the door is there there an actual door or is it just like the hole where a door would be
2: it's pretty much just a hole where a door would be yeah
3: okay um he's just gonna sit in the chair for a second and and catch his breath (sighs) alright and he goes downstairs gets up and goes downstairs
2: okay Uh, And as you come down the stairs, uh, you come into that same uh, wide open area and the, uh, well, Celandra and Cade are sitting there sort of kind of having just come in through the other door uh, and you also, it takes you a bit because they're kind of on your right, um, but you eventually (laughs) notice the the three older ladies with the six children kind of surrounding her, uh, surrounding them. And they're passing this white orb among each other. And uh, they look up at you and say, Oh, we didn't expect someone else to come with it. With it? But no matter.
3: Are you the three bad moms? I look at Cade and Solange. Are they the three bad moms? Yes. All right. Turns back. Listen up. Listen up. Today, I have been fucking Jefferson airplane I lost an eye, I saw a weird thing with my parents, and it has been an altogether not good day. So, here's what's gonna fucking happen. Give us the eye, unblight the kids, and fucking leave, or this is gonna get real ugly real quick. And I look back at Kate and Do you think this is fair? Cause it's what's happening. It's up to them. Teddy preemptively draws weapon. Like, I'm tired of this shit. I have had a really bad day. And it is honestly because of this garbage I'll summon my water whip.
4: Alright. Cade looks up from the book where he was writing down um, Teddy's speech, realizes the weapons are gone, and fumbles for his rapier. (laughs)
2: Uh, And the uh, one of the one of the bad moms says uh, it's okay kids. Um, We have a little bit of work to do. Uh, you should run away, and then she looks back at you guys and says, well, I guess we're just waiting for one more, aren't we?